Soccer Legends, welcome back to another free hit episode where we give you a quick and clean update on what's happening in the world of Pakistan cricket. And if you're new here, we love Pakistan cricket and we discuss everything that's happening in Pakistan cricket at Cricket Lectures podcast. So make sure you subscribe and check out our video content on YouTube as well. So in today's free hit, we're going to talk about the PSL 7 awards, the PSL team of the tournament. We have a Pakistan versus Australia test update for you and another update on the PCB junior contracts that actually have been awarded now. And finally, we have some women's cricket news for you too. So listen or watch to the end and let us know what you think. But first, we have to share sad news. You know, Cricket Lectures podcast is Pakistan cricket focused exclusively, but sometimes things happen in the world of cricket that we do have to share and address. And one of those things is this sad piece of news about Shane Warren, who's passed. Warren had great respect and love for the game. He played all around the world in all kinds of leagues, helped out many players around the world, and everyone and anyone who's ever played with him seems to have the deepest respect for Shane Warren. So it's a big loss for the cricket fraternity, and our deepest condolences to Shane Warren's family, and may he rest in peace. So now to our first update about the PSL 7 awards. After the final between Lahore Kalanders and Multan Sultans, an awards ceremony took place, but it wasn't just about the match, it was about the whole tournament. So a lot of players were recognized, and cash awards were given out, starting with the player of the tournament tournament, the player of PSL 7, which went to Mohamed Rizwan. The umpire of the tournament was Rashid Riaz. The batter of the tournament was Fakhar Zaman, which makes a lot of sense, even though he didn't fire in the final. He had a great run on starting the tournament with a century. So well-deserved. Bowler of HPL PSL was Shadab Khan. Wicketkeeper of HPL is once again Mohamed Rizwan. So he's got two awards. And another person who took two awards is Khushtil Shah. He's got the fielder of the tournament and all-rounder of the tournament. And then uh, our last two awards were Emerging Player of the Tournament, which was Zaman Khan, whom I was very impressed with also. He did a great job bowling, and he's a great talent. And finally, was Spirit of Cricket Award, which went to Multan Sultans. But before we completely forget about the PSL, there's also a PSL team that was announced, like Team of the Tournament. And this was put together by the commentators. And here it is. The captain and wicketkeeper is going to be Mohammed Rizwan, Fakhar Zaman, Shweb Malik, Shadab Khan, Riley Russo, Tim David, Khushtil Shah, Rashid Khan, Shaheen Shah Fridi, Zaman Khan, Naseem Shah, and Shan Masood. It's a pretty good team. Shan Masood being the 12th man is very interesting. Shweb Malik making this team is also interesting. He's had a couple of good performances. But for me, Azam Khan is missing. I think Azam Khan played a lot of big innings in this PSL 7. And I would have put him in here somewhere. But I understand they have the wicketkeeper already covered. So there's not a lot of room for an another player who you know is not the fittest and uh, and if you take the wicket keeping gloves away from him his only strength is batting so i can understand why he might have been omitted after all but there you have it that's the psl team of the tournament so that wraps up everything related to psl 7 what a great tournament so much entertainment and we look forward to another one next year so next up a quick update on the ongoing first test match between pakistan and australia so first of all the pakistan australia series has been renamed to bano Qadir series and they've rebranded it as the inaugural series so Apparently, it's going to be an ongoing series, kind of like the Ashes, but between Pakistan and Australia, where they're going to be exchanging the same trophy over and over again. So whoever wins will keep the trophy this time. And then next time when they play again, that trophy will be the same trophy that's used. Let's see if there is another series that's going to happen on an annual basis in that way. But here we are in the first test match. But Pakistan started off with some bad news and having taken some hits in the kind of player availability department, we lost Hassan Ali, Fahim Ashraf, and Harish Rauf. Hassan Ali and Fahim Ashraf were both injured. Harish Rauf was tested positive for COVID, so that's why he became unavailable. And as a consequence, the players that 
replaced them were Iftikhar Ahmed and Wasim Jr. And the last minute Harris Rauf replacement was Nasim Shah. So Nasim Shah is playing the first test match as a strike bowler alongside Shaheen Shah Afridi in the first test match. Now the first two days of the test are already done. Australian bowling has not been able to really dent the Pakistan batting, which is really impressive. In our series preview video, we had talked about how this is going to be a test for the Pakistani batters who are going to be up against Australian pacers who are well-renowned for their quality. Pat comes being the world number one bowler. So it's great to see that Pakistani batters face them and have done this well. Now, obviously, the wicket has a role to play in this too. It's not a very tough wicket for the batters. It appears to be a slower wicket and it's not really aiding the pacers very much. So now that we've seen the first couple of days, it looks like this is going to be a match of spinners trying to get the breakthroughs. So right now at the time of this recording on day two after session three, Pakistan was sitting comfortably at a total of 464 for four. So Abdullah Shafiq got out at 44. Imam al-Haq scored a century and got out at 157. Azhar Ali got out at 185. Babar Azam was run out at 36 and Muhammad Rizwan and Iftikhar Ahmed were sitting at 27 and 3 respectively. So it's been an interesting past couple of days. Even though overall Pakistan performed really well, I'm a little bit concerned about their scoring rate. They really scored at a very slow pace and I was really hoping that by the end of the second day they were at 550 plus and they would put Australia into bat. I expected them to play at a much faster rate on the second day, especially given the dominance that they showed on the first day. But we're not out there. We don't know what it's like. So maybe the 464 was the best that could have been in this situation. But now I feel like as far as the test match ending and the result is concerned, to me, it's not looking likely. I imagine if they're really trying to win the game, they're going to try to get to that 500 plus total and try to ball Australia out twice, which is really looking unlikely at this point. So this is probably going to be a draw. So next update is on the junior contracts that have been awarded. So there have been uh, five categories of contracts that were awarded. So this contract means that people who earn the contract will be getting 30,000 rupees a month stipend, and they'll also be getting a scholarship toward an institution of education. So the 100 contracts were broken out like this. We have 45 under 19 contracts, 25 under 16 contracts, 15 under 13 contracts and then they had this special talent category they gave 10 of those and finally there was contracts specifically for the promotion of cricket in Balochistan and they separated out a category to make sure that at least five contracts go to people or athletes from Balochistan. So that adds up to 100 and those are your 100 contracts. And they provide a pretty detailed breakdown of these contracts on the PCB websites. For example, they tell you for under 19, they picked the top 15 batters and the top 10 fast bowlers. For under 16, they had the top eight batters um, and the top six fast bowlers that they picked from the pool of, of children that they had. And for the under 13, they picked the top seven batters in terms of runs and top three fast bowlers in terms of wickets. So that's some of the criteria, but there's more um, that they used. Uh, they also, you know, uh, identified all rounders. They identified uh wicket keepers, etc. So it seems to be a pretty thorough process that was followed to kind of identify them. You'll recall in one of our full episodes when we discussed this at length, we were worried about how the talent would be identified and chosen for these contracts. So it looks like they've done a pretty decent job of uh, looking at some of the more important indicators to identify the right people for the contracts. And we'll now see how it goes. At the end of the year, when the one-year contracts are up, we'll see you know, what came out of it. So I'm really interested. I'm glad this initiative is happening and hopefully it leads to some positive results for Pakistan cricket. And finally, we have some news regarding women's cricket. First, Ramiz Raja kind of 
informally announced while he was in the high of the PSL celebrations that women's PSL is on the horizon. So that's really exciting. That's really exciting for women's cricket just in general. They'll get more visibility and the format is more entertaining for a lot of the casual fans. So more people will be attracted to it and more women athletes will become household names. And that's really great. At Cricket Lectures, we 100% support women's cricket. So for us, this is great news. And we're looking forward to this happening very soon. Next, we have the Cricket World Cup that's happening in New Zealand right now, the Women's World Cup, in which Pakistan has been off to a pretty good start. They've played two warm-up games, and in both of them, they were the victors. First, they beat the home team, New Zealand, in a warm-up game, where they set them a 233 total, which New Zealand team were unable to accomplish, and they were all out on 229. The Bangladesh versus Pakistan warm-up was decided based on DLS, and Pakistan's total was 199 for seven and Bangladesh were all out for 194. So off to a great start and we wish our women the best of luck. Win or lose, we stand behind them. And at Cricket Lectures, we'll keep you updated on what's happening in the Women's World Cup. So stay tuned, make sure you subscribe and check out our YouTube channel. And until next time, this is your host, Jace, signing out. Peace.